The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Oh, hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We're going to help you take it up a notch. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building first. He is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman currently taking a shower, Moses. Is that me? Ah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> absolutely you. But it's okay. Like, like cleanliness is next to godliness, right? Uh oh, uh oh, he's cussing silently. Uh oh, uh oh. Good, so he can do that in peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. And uh, my my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, despite what it looks like so far, we have a great show for you today. We promise. We promise. We are going to be talking to you all about Abattoir, the comic book. Then we're going to be talking to you all about Abattoir, the movie. And then we're going to be talking about Project Patron. And just for those of you that are like, uh, when did Mary Young get a speech impediment? I'm not saying Avatar. I am, in fact, saying abattoir, which I did not know was a word until we did this. Apparently, it's another name for slaughterhouse. I did not know that. It's derived from the French. <laughs> so, so you know. I just want to make sure that I put that out there in case there were other people out there like myself that, you know, apparently don't read enough that didn't know abattoir was a word. When I, the rest of you all, the rest of the forum, you all seem to feel like or seem to know like be very familiar with this word. I don't know if I don't watch enough horror movies or if I just don't eat enough pig. I, I don't know what it is. Like why why do you know I, what abattoirs were, Jay? But I did. Cause I looked it up. Okay, that's when right. I, it, <laughs> I, I looked it up. <laughs> that's absolutely fair. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if 
uh, Mo looks like he's still on mute. He might be figuring stuff out, but I'll definitely we'll we'll talk to him about it. Like we got we got all show to talk about abattoir. Uh, and we'll, oh, there you are. Say hey, Mo. You, you sound, you sound huh? Is you can still it still sound you still hear the background noise? No, Mo. No. Moses, you sound crystal clear. Like you might actually sound the best you've ever sounded. Like, and I'm mad at you for being that good at figuring out engineering stuff that quickly. Like you were like, hold on, I'm a mute since it sounded like rain. <laughs> and then came back and this will sound like he changed studios. Like he, <laughs> he did some soundproofing. <laughs> like I'm very, I'm very angry at the level of proficiency you have right now, Moses. Well, look, look I should have the, the fucking Windows 10 should have the proficiency. They ruined all my shit. It decided to update without my consent uh, well, when I turned on my computer and then all my settings were all fucked up. <laughs> it, sorry, erased, it erased the driver for my soundboard and my microphone and shit. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it is giving you just a very, very slight echo, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Man. No, Fuck. don't. Moses, Moses, don't mute, Moses. You stay on the show on Holy Bills above it. You and stay. it's pronounced abattoir. I think if you're French, but it's one of those words it's that we co-opted. Word. It was it's not somebody's name. It's not somebody's name. It's abattoir. <laughs> a- a- abattoir. Abattoir. <laughs> abattoir. Abattoir. You have to say it with like, like you're annoyed. I am annoyed. No, no, not not you. I'm talking about like the rest of us. We we know you're annoyed. the royal you. The, right. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, spe- special invited guest, the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. What up, Oz? I remember the Noid. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm mad at Moses' proficiency. And I'm mad at the level of coordinates Oz manages to like bring into things like almost instantaneously. It's damn near a superpower in and of itself. It's okay. It's okay. Oh heck! The chat says abattoir. Abattoir. Yeah, that's how you say it. It's how I, 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 every time I say it, I I feel like I sound like a, a three year old that like loves blue people. Like, you know. Y'all need to stop before you cast something. Wait, what? Before we cast something? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's one of those magic words. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It does, it does sound like Zatanna saying something backwards. I agree. I agree with that. Like I don't know what it is she's trying to say, but saying what the spell Abba? work. Say what? She's saying what Abba backwards. What Abba? Oh, there it is. That's like when she. It's like her, like no more mutants. Like what yeah. ABBA? And they just disappear. The band disappears. Is ABBA is ABBA still around? Uh I think the singer just had a birthday like three days ago. Okay. The female right. singer. Well, there you go. But I don't know if they're still around. Yeah. Yeah, like, but they're all saying. Yeah, that's why I said the female singer. Yeah, there were two. Right. Um, two guys, two girls, and both yeah. of them are all saying. Yeah, the girls are twins. So his statement's so correct. But <laughs> look, that doesn't mean they're still together. 
No, terrifying that we don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> the, the one that had a birthday. The one that had a birthday, exactly. Jay, yeah. Jay, Jay needs to brush up on his ABBA singer's birthdays. But oh, no, no, no. I, I need to brush up. I'm totally right. knowing the few songs that I know. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into all this, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks, Scott. Hope you're doing well, man. And we want to go ahead and tell you how it is you can get down with the Fantastic Forum. So, uh, oh, we can't do that. We got to do it manually. Yeah. In the, the intern walked out yet again. I've, I've, the intern was angrier than I was at Windows 10 update. I believe it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Intern can't do I, no work. I, I have a question. Question. Yes. Oh, look the the floor the floor recognizes the gentleman from Illinois. <laughs> it's pronounced Illinois. 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 Why is uh, why is Mo in four by three aspect ratio? Is this the Snyder Mo? <laughs> Most activated Snyder cut. It's technically not four by three. It's uh, what is it? Uh, nineteen to nine instead of sixteen to nine. But this is Canon. Canon EOS web utility, webcam utility does this for whatever reason. I don't know why they don't just give you full sixteen to nine. I know technically why they do it, but they could still do sixteen to nine at five seventy p. Like. Yeah, but that's Lawrence just, has no idea what you're saying. Look at him. He, he thinks you're casting another spell. <laughs> I'm surprised you asked it now because I've been like this for the last like what three, four months. I know, but it just bugged me because I've been staring at your face for like an hour, uh, trying, yeah. trying to make your lips pretty. Yeah. Whoa. Look that. Whoa. Look that. You know that's a lie because you don't have to try to do that. I was about to say, listen, I'm pretty sure Oz is making a pass at you, Mo. And everybody I'm not knows saying there's lip, anything wrong my, with it. I'm just saying be aware. My lips my lip are pretty no matter what. He don't need to do nothing to it. <laughs> oh, okay. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. You're you're moving on up. You came through in the clutch. Appreciate you. All right. He knew exactly when to come in. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know. Like, like something about the but, tone. Like, it doesn't work when you do it, Larry. Come on. She something like, about the tone. came in right at the moment where it was the funniest. She knew what. To do. <laughs> like, it doesn't work. You can't accuse people of sex. Everybody knows you're already the fucking philanderer of the office. So, is that yeah, what they know? Yeah, don't oh, try to pass geez. the buck to, to us. Oh, oh, I did not realize. Okay. Well, gents, uh, let's go ahead and just get, get to it, man. Let's let's start with uh Abattoir. The Movie comic. Or comic comic the comic. Abattoir. The okay. comic. <laughs> so um review. Comic book review. Uh, comic book. Like review. <laughs> well not not like that, but like don't we have a horror thing for, for comic yeah but that thing was like two minutes long 
And not for comics, it was for movies. Okay. It's two minutes long. They're, they're literally all the same length. <laughs> <laughs> I would know. I made them. Scary. Review. Scary. Like review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Feels appropriate. We also have a horror themed uh, logo for the corner up here that we never use. Oh, yeah. You know, is that. That might be in the brand, Jay. It might be there. You might be able to switch it. I'm looking. I guess it does feel appropriate. I don't know. I may I, not have put it in there. You didn't. I think, actually, I think there's actually like four. Yeah, there's four different ones depending on which horror one shot we do. Like oh, they're color coded to each one of us. Well, I'm glad we have we're the background one. We have the horror background, but we do not have the horror logo. Wait, what? A, I'm, oh, glad yeah. I'm glad we're figuring all this out before we start streaming because <laughs> like, like we're on the air. People are gonna be surprised. Like, well, they're like, whoa. <laughs> they're like they're on it. I, I don't why so I don't even I didn't even know there was like different ones for each one of us. That's interesting. But okay. He said that the, <laughs> there's a, a different horror logo for each, I guess, depending on which one of us is doing it. I don't know. I don't know how, how that works, though. There is? That's I don't cool. know. That's interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway. I love it when Jay learns about the show. <laughs> I, like, I, I remember putting the pictures in the production text. Say, hey, guys, we did this. No, I remember the pictures, but I didn't know that they correlated or were supposed to correlate. I just knew they were different. I like them. What's mine look like? It's got like green blood. Oh, nice. That doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't it? It's zombie blood. Joe likes green. I like green. Like, but I appreciate that. That ain't blood, man. That's rubbish. Also, the how they like censor. Hey, are you blood? Do you mean aliens or something? That's what Jay does. He I mean, humans aliens. aren't dealing with blood. In any case, Abattoir. I love, how, I love how this fool tried to get us back on track like he wasn't the one that derailed us. You see how he did that just now? How he, like, but he's right. Let's go. Look. Yes. Who who wants to talk about what the story of the Abattoir comic is? Or who can? How about that? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you what issue one's about. That's fair. Look, look. I, you know what? Uh, that I, I think, go for it, Mo. Because if you can talk about issue one, that sets at least the the initial stage in regards to what the book's about. Issue one uh, talked about this uh, a grisly murder that takes place and introduces this character, Jebediah Crone, who buys up these properties where all these murders happen. And they're trying to kind of figure out why he's trying to buy this house in this latest, latest crime. And uh, they kind of don't want to sell it to him right there because, you know, it's outside the protocol because of what happened and how you do things when you buy real estate. And it turns it takes this creepy turn at the last page when he's having dinner with the, the, the real estate guy's little girl. And uh, yeah. 
that's issue one in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. I love how you 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 made it. He's having dinner with the the guy's little girl. Like I mean, it's technically with the the his family. Like his, the wife was there. She's went to the, get the door, right? I mean. Right, but I want you know this is I want people to click the affiliate link to go buy it and figure out exactly if what I said is true. Oh, you're right. Let's lie to him. No, hey, I'm telling you, what happened, but I'm leaving you. <laughs> Got it. What were you gonna say, Jay? No, I was gonna say from there it kind of goes into uh, just the uh, real estate agent starts investigating crone trying to figure out what his deal is as he slowly starts to succumb to madness yeah yeah no that 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 pretty much uh hits the nail on the head uh you know let, just you know mo you know you you read issue one jay did you read the whole you read the whole series yes Okay. Okay. Um, Us? Do we need to even ask? Nah. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna do it to him. I was gonna do it to him. I was gonna let him be like, "Hey, why didn't you ask me?" I don't know. <laughs> but I was gonna I'm wait for you. him to actually give insight that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then realize he didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, but Jay already knows I do that, so he's calling me out from the start. <laughs> so, so, uh, the I mean, a, one of the main characters of this book, well, the main character is the real estate agent, which I'm trying to think. His first name is super common, so I've forgotten it already. I feel like his. Rich. Oh, Rich. There you go. Right, right, right. Rich, you know, like when you know real estate, you become rich. <laughs> right. So Rich is the main character, but but Crone, uh, or yeah, Jebediah Crone is definitely like the foil throughout the uh, throughout the comic series, and you know, uh, like Jay mentioned, the dude definitely has a descent into madness and kind of becomes fixated on on Jebediah Crone, which, you know, fixated may not be the right word just because, you know, usually when you, when you talk about a fixation, there's usually not any uh, good reason for that to happen. But no, there's a good reason for him to be fixated on this guy. And it's a strange kind of thing that's happening through, throughout this book. Um, let's let's start though with art. How did you all feel about the art? Why don't you talk about it, Moses? I I, I like the digital painting stuff. That's a style that I enjoy. But I feel here it could have been done a little better. I think there was something lost in the translation of the sketch to the mm -hmm. coloring to the inking. And I actually put some examples here. Let me see if I can share screen. And uh, let's see. So nah, there's nah, that. Nah. And uh, like this right here. I don't know if you can see that. Mm -hmm. Right there. 
that is something that was throughout <laughs> throughout that just it kind of pulled me out of the experience you know are you talking so, about like her forehead her for her face the facial expressions like i can mm. tell they're angry but they're trying yeah. to draw the wrinkles but they can't get the texture right so it just looks like bad like uh <laughs> Like some plastic someone, surgery, you know? Yeah, like they, or they crum crumpled up the page right there. Yeah, they look like they should be called Jebediah Crone. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another one here. Like, that kid's supposed to be happy, and it looks <laughs> like a plastic face with a fan inside. So, um, and it looks just like... That looks like the bad tattoo images that you see, like the, right. the photo, the result. Yeah. And then, you know, it happens like, you know, it's one, you know, you have one bad panel, it's forgivable. But then the next panel, it kind of happens again. And it's all, look, I know it's not like in some panels, like the, this one right here, is could be considered bad art. Here it's just the translation, the compression of drawing something bigger and having it be in the translated into a smaller format you know what i mean yeah and yeah no, a lot exactly. of that like here they did the, the brow wrinkles better you right. know what I mean? and uh -huh. then you hear you look here her face doesn't look like that you know but it's just yeah smaller picture pulled out and they just they rush those panels to like try to detail the other ones but then the detailed ones don't do too much too good and it's not even that it's bad because the story does a good job of, of like wanting me to keep going. Um, mm -hmm. It just takes me out of that little scary comic book experience. You know, when things right. take you out, when you're trying to get scared or or build that tension, little things like this that stick out at you uh, can take you out. And I'm a person that things take me out. I don't know if it's like an ADD thing or what, but like, I, I fixate on these things and then I'm, I'm kind of out. Yeah. No, no, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. And it's definitely something that I know that I noticed as well. And, uh, and the, the, I mean, I think the sad part about it is that, like you mentioned, like the art's not bad. It's just, it has its better moments and its weaker moments. And yeah. uh, another part of it that wasn't, that I noticed that I was like, ah, you know, it's unfortunate is uh, character consistency. Like, you know, from panel to panel, characters don't look yeah. the same. And it's not like, it, it's not so bad that you're like, who's this? You know, <laughs> like, so, you know, it's not like, oh, somebody new showed up. It, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it's just like that guy, he, they look like two different people from one page to the next sometimes, or even from one panel to you know the next panel so but but i mean you know i i wouldn't i wouldn't knock like i wouldn't knock the artist i guess yeah you know it's just i don't it, like it very well could be a um a um like a time management thing a time management thing um i think more than anything that would be it because he, he is the same people doing other panels that look good. Right. Where they make the, with essentially correcting the mistakes they did two pages before. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? 
So mm-hmm. they can do it. It's just that what they chose to spend the, the time on is how I right. feel. And it doesn't even like this would knock it off a point. It doesn't make it. There's comics we've read and we've reviewed where it's like it just makes it like a bad experience. Right. To like the art is just takes you out so much. And this one, I guess it if if it ruins the experience, it's only because they do a good job of like sucking me into these characters like daily lives, even the minutia of just like the guy trying to get the other guy to go to the bar. You right. Know, which is kudos to your boy Larry, Rob Levin. Yeah, I did notice. I did notice yeah. it was he's a, Rob and yeah, and he he's uh has the writing credit with uh, Troy Pateri, who also did letters. Yeah, and if you don't know Rob Levin, you can find on there, you know, do a deep dive in the rabbit hole, in the rabbit hole <laughs> hole, uh, uh, here on YouTube because I'm we have an interview with Rob Levin from like 15 years ago. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, it's insane. Like, yeah, I was like. It's so funny because when I saw his name in the book, I was like, oh, man, where is Rob? Like, I'm like, I know he's still like, you know, he's still doing plenty of stuff in the industry. But I'm like, man, like, I feel like that was somebody I should have kept in contact with. If I was uh, still talking to him, I would be out playing dodgeball right now. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's like he's probably a professional dodgeball player. Yeah, exactly. And could have lost some of this weight a long time ago. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and also the the it's illustrated by Bing Cancino. Yeah, Cancino. I was gonna say Casino, but there's an end there. Cancino, um, created by Darren Lynn Bozeman, concept by Michael Peterson, and uh, colors by Andre Pervolkin. There you go. So, now, I noticed the stuff more now that you guys have mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But while I was reading, mm-hmm. I did not really notice it that much. Well, look, that's a good thing. That means that the story kind of pulled you in, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Like the characters in the story, I was uh, really into it. So the a lot of the art things you're saying, like I like the overall style of the art. Right. I, I thought it fit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really notice like all the minor things, or mm-hmm. I won't say the minor, but like some of the flaws I kind of missed or glanced over. Mm-hmm. Like I probably noticed them, and then was just like, well, just kind of moved on. Right, and that's the uh, that's- like, art and the colors. I thought uh, the style and the colors I thought were really well done. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the point I was speaking to where it's like, yeah, it, it's something that I end up focusing on <laughs> and it takes me out from the type of person I am. But if you pick up this book, especially if you buy it from our affiliate link, you know, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. At least if you want, I can't speak to the other one. What I can do is they did put time <laughs> in drawing Je- Jebediah Crone. There was no mistakes when they ever drew him. That's true. Uh, you, you look at all the covers that he's in and all the panels he's in. He looks he looks on point. And we'll get to the point where we talk to about it in the movie because his yeah. transition from page to screen is it is eerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, at, at the same time too, I will say that uh, you know, I, I like you, you. You basically said it, Mo. Where 
you know, you were talking about your own personal experience. And I will say that I noticed this stuff while I was reading. At the same time, I still felt like how Jay did, where it's like I was really intrigued by the story and I really wanted to see where it was going to go. And so, you know, it, it, it kept it kept me reading. Uh, and it wasn't like I was like, oh, well, let me, you know, push through. I didn't feel like that at all. Like the, the like the story is really good. And I especially uh, thought the dialogue was really good. Like, I feel like, you know, when they talk about um, how to write a script and how to write dialogue and how you should like, you know, like pepper in things to let people know, like, like basically the thing that I feel like there's a lot of information you get throughout this series. Uh, and in that first issue, too, like, a, like, especially, I think, that you get a lot of background on characters, but it's very well, like, very subtly done. It's not exposition dumps or, like, strange things that someone says, and you're like, why would you tell somebody that that you know? Like, you know, it's like, you're like, I, you, you know, because that happens. You've, we've all read comic yeah. books where you're like, yeah. two people that know each other, and it's like, okay, they're telling me this. They're not telling each other this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and... That's one of yeah. the criticisms I have a lot of newer movies where it's like mm -hmm. they tell you the story instead of showing you. Mm -hmm. And then I get mad when nothing happens. I'm just watching people walk. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> then I remember, oh, I was just thinking about the opposite of this in another movie. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I And I just like, you know, you learn a lot about like the different characters and like their personalities. Uh, some of their background and stuff like that and you know and it's like like I feel like the conversation those guys had the at the bar felt very natural and very much like what two friends at a bar would sound like but we learned about like their family lives we learned about you know past career aspirations we learned about like you know all all like the relationship that that they have with each other like you know we learned a lot and and even like the the part where one thing that I was like, oh wow, that's really like I'm I'm they're talking about this murder house, right? Because the two guys are real estate agents. They're talking about this murder house. <laughs> and the friend is like, hey man, listen, I know you're trying to sell this murder house. Let's go to the murder house right now, man. We can go right now. It's, I know it's late, but it only take a little, you know, a few minutes to walk through this murder house. He's like, I don't think there's any electricity, but, you know, whatever, you know. And I'm sitting here like, man, what? This sounds like the worst idea in the world. Why would anybody go walk through the murder house at night with no electricity? And the guy's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I got to get home. He's like, you know, I'm trying to get home before my daughter falls asleep. I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, that's the right answer. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then he goes home and he sees his daughter and, you know, he's she, she's like putting together a puzzle and stuff. And she's she's like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, don't stay up too late. You got to, you know, get up tomorrow morning and watch Saturday morning cartoons. And she's like, will you watch him with me? And he's like, oh, OK, I'll watch it with you. He want, the daughter literally requests for him. To, to watch Saturday morning cartoons, get up early and watch Saturday morning cartoons with her. And that's what prompts this fool to be like, hey, man, you know what? I changed my mind. Come meet me at the murder house, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great way to get these two dudes at the murder house. Because he's like, 
Yeah, like he's he was going. We're gonna go in the morning. Why would we go tonight in the dark when we can go do the walkthrough tomorrow in the day? But now he has a reason why he can't go in the morning. So he's like, let's go tonight real quick. And he's like, bring a beer because my wife, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so you know, and I'm just like, well, look, it's it, it it's really well done because there's no good reason to go to that place. <laughs> And they create, slightly, they create a reason. I'm slightly disappointed to know that you would not walk with me through a murder. Well, it's not you. <laughs> like, don't don't be disappointed. I'm not trying to walk with nobody through a murder house. And here's the messed up part. These fools are walking through the murder house like when it's still like the scene, the murder scene is there. Like, there's <laughs> blood on the floor still. Like, what are you talking about? Like, First of all, I don't even think that's legal, but maybe it is. Maybe like the maybe the forensics team has been through there and everything already, and they're like, okay, we got it. You know, it, we, we'll leave it to you all to clean it up. And I'm like, is that how that works? Like, I, like do the police oh, yeah, that, have people that do the, this? The, the, the police don't clean it. I know yeah. the police don't clean it, but don't they reference somebody? Like, it feels like the like, no, I'm that's saying, huh? That's an option. Like you can clean it yourself, or you can hire a cleaning company. It okay, so maybe they, you know, I I don't have a lot of familiarity well, with murder scenes, so you know, thank goodness. So I don't know like what happens afterwards. If, I, I I'm assuming police give somebody a heads up, like, hey, you can clean the place now. If it's still an investigation, nobody can clean nothing. Right, of course, of course. And then after that, you can clean it yourself, or like Joe said, hire somebody. And I'm like these what fools. I, what I do know oh, is wait. that when it's a suicide, it smells worse. It smells or sells? Smells worse. Oh. Like it you, the you smell penetrates the, the hazmat suit. Like it, it's bad. Why do you know? Like how why? Uh, what what is oh. don't, don't yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, if, if you want to know, you'd walk with us to murder houses. Right. You don't, so. I thought you were going to say, if you want to know, join our Patreon. No, oh, yeah, if you want to know, if you want to like to subscribe next week, I'll tell you how I, I know. know. Spoilers, I have a friend that told me he does that for a living. I thought thing. you were going to say, like, if you just hit the super chat, we'll, we'll go ahead and wait, what? What is about to happen here, man? But anyway. It's now like, I feel like I failed. I should have said all of that. <laughs> you didn't read the comic, and you didn't say all of that. <laughs> I thought, I but I was like, man, these fools cross like the the police tape and everything. So I'm like, I'm assuming I, they had keys. So, but at the same time, I don't even know if you would lock murder houses. Do you? I don't know. Yeah. I would. Yeah? Oh, okay, because I would think yeah, no one wants to go in the murder house. Because some people want to walk through murder houses. I thought we oh, like, yeah. oh, I thought that was only your weird self. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing. That's what you said about Dancing Zemo. That's what I did say. I did. So, you were right. You were right. Apparently, <laughs> I, I got my, my hand on the pulsing, throbbing... Uh, oh, <laughs> you got your uh, finger on the prostate of pop culture. There you go. I popped the prostate of culture. The messed up part is you could have said the pulsing Zemo, and that would have been enough. That feels like a euphemism yeah. all by itself. <laughs> like, ooh. 
It's like don't that's how my mother money. would say. <laughs> I don't know why that's true, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, they they go they go into the murder house. That's where they meet uh, Jebediah Crone for the first time, and that guy is creepy, man. I love <laughs> I love how he shows up and he's like, oh hello. Right, right. In, in the murder house, he just he just pops up behind these dudes in the murder house, and it's like, and my that's guy. Kind of, and that's one of the things about this book where the art is kind of cinematic because it, you know, it's created by Darren Lynn Boozman, who's a director, and uh, who I'm not that. I guess I'm not that much of a fan of, but I've seen every one of his movies, I think, and like, and that's that's literally like one of his like moments like it's just a scary thing that's just oh hello like and uh as a movie like i can see that working as a jump scare and in the comic it's it's you know it ain't quite work but it was fun to experience you know what i mean like i didn't jump <laughs> but I, I mean it and like it's it's eerie like it's just like why why would you do this I guess is really the is really the thing. Like, why? Oh, let me see. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up real quick. Is that the right? Pic? That's the right picture, right? Oh, I, look, I guess I got to make it bigger. Dang. That I is that, but I think it's the picture be before that, the panel before that. Okay, hold on. Yeah, but it, it it is like <laughs> it's like it's like he's just over the shoulder, like, oh, hello. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks really it looks really creepy, but he's just saying, oh hello. So like in the movie, like I can see that scaring the shit out of people in the theater, <laughs> and then it's just him saying hello. And here it's just it's just an odd looking picture <laughs> where it looks all menacing, and he says, oh hello. So it just it has a different effect, but it's enjoyable nonetheless. This joint right here. There it is. Yeah. It's like, man, why are you in the murder house? Look, this fool's having a good time for a second. He was like, I'm good. It's like, it's like you know, we were just. He could have like, said, said, pardon me, one panel before that and not be scary. scary. <laughs> but then you see his face and he'd still be fucking scary. It's like, if you don't get your crazy butt out of this murder house. <laughs> and I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Like where where he just pops in, and these two dudes are supposed to be like cool with it. Uh, and look, the messed up part is his buddy leaves him. Yeah. because <laughs> because the dude the dude messes around and is like crone, Jebediah crone's like, hey, you know what? This murder house is just my style. He's like, and he's like, hey. You know, you shouldn't be in here. It's like literally police tape and there's blood still. We're going to clean it and get it ready to show. He's like, actually, can you just show it to me now? <laughs> and it's like, what? And his buddy was like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to let you handle this, you know? And I'm like, dude, if you don't mess around and stick right next to me with this crazy dude in, the, in this murder house, like, come on. You kind of like... Oh. It kind of reminds me of us at like Comic Con or at a bar when Larry starts talking to that dude that used to produce that other show. You know who? Oh, I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Larry's talking to his friend, and we just go smoke cigarettes or something. And it's like you know, you know, I don't want to be left with this guy. And That's it's what like makes you it know, funny. 
and not only do you know that I don't want to be left with this guy, but there's only like maybe like two people I don't want to be left with, and he happens to be one of them. It's like, man, just like help me, help me. <laughs> Sons of bitches, and that it's so crazy, man. Like I, I was just like, so the buddy leaves and he gives him the tour of the house, and the guy's like, listen, I need you, I need you to sell me this house like immediately. Like let's do let's do the paperwork right now, and it's like he's like, what are you what are you how are we gonna do the paperwork right now? Like I'm like he's like I'm in the murder. There's not even lights in here, <laughs> you know. It's like it's it's crazy, man. It's a it's a weird interaction, and it's eerie in and of itself. It's unsettling, just just that alone. Like it's not even like he like threatened him or anything. Uh, it was just like he's just so insistent to buy the house that the people were murdered in, like right now that it's like my guy like there's nothing good that could come from this <laughs> you know so i don't i don't know man it, it's wild like i was like it made me decide not to become a real estate agent ever <laughs> i'm good J that job's too dangerous you never know <laughs> yeah now in the rest of the comic uh joe since you finished it and Oz since you finished it um, <laughs> just just so you know, I did finish it too. Not like Oz though, <laughs> like like I, Joe did. <laughs> I there's stuff that I wanted to get done before the show, and it, it impeded me from finishing the comic. But once I started looking at the covers, I was like, man, I want to read those. Now that's Moses's that's Moses's tell when you know he's lying when he starts using big words. What like? <laughs> It was like it impeded me. Moses don't talk like that. <laughs> Moses don't talk like that. Well, no, it I'm impeded me means that like it let me like it guided me, right? You so silly. I'm so, I'm so done. I'm so done with you for that. Let's go. Continue. Um, what were you gonna ask? The cut. The art does it have the same issues that I was describing in issue one in the other ones? Not that it's a it's a. Not that it's a, it's a. It, you know, it's a deal breaker, but I really, really enjoyed the covers. The covers are great. Yeah, like I almost wish the cover for like issue three was the cover of one. <laughs> look, I gotta go look at issue I, three cover. I actually really like the issue four cover. Which is was Oh, good. Say again. Oh, right. The most one. That's a, yeah, that's a really good one. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, which one was issue three, Mo? What was the cover? What was that one? I, it had a blue hue to it. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put it in the sharing. No, no, it's okay. I was asking you to describe it. Not, not. Yeah, you don't. And I'm sure Joe will find it in a second. But you know, what? Or maybe better, what would you like about it? Because it's, it's, it's him holding a gun, ah, like, yeah, and in in the weird house that's like decaying, and he's the king. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then the cover to issue two is really great too, where it's like all, all the covers are good. Yeah, it's just you're looking through a keyhole, and he's like decaying more, but it kind of looks, yeah. It's 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 a it the story. 
like the I think the issues that you're talking about, Moses, I think they they the what you get in issue one is consistent with what you get throughout every issue. Yeah. No, and I mean look, what you if you really want to know what kept me from reading it the rest of it is I, I wanted to catch up on Resident Alien. I'm not mad at that. Like even if I didn't have the audio issues, like the thing I was gonna say when introduced me was that my friends called me because <laughs> I finally <laughs> got to that point. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um like I was I was surprised by how the story resolves itself. Um especially in relation to what I had seen in the movie because I had I had read like half of the series and then watched the movie because I was like, well, I got to make sure I at least watch this movie. And then I read the other half of the series. And so, you know, I was like, cause I wasn't, I wasn't certain I was going to have enough time to like do, do it all. So I was like, let me read at least, you know, a chunk of the, the series, watch the movie. And then if I get enough time, I'll finish it. And so I did get enough time to be able to finish it, but it's like, they definitely, uh, go go they're they're different <laughs> i guess is the best way is the best way to say it but is before... it supposed to be a prequel i don't know is it like is is i don't know is yeah, it because i thought yeah. uh, say that again no because i when i was reading about this back when the movie was coming out was saying that the comics were a prequel to the movie and that it's like he wanted to create a universe. Mm. I I will say that having read the comic and having watched the movie, it doesn't feel like a prequel to me. I don't know if you feel differently, Jay. But no, I, when I got to the end of the comic, I was like, I wish the movie had been the sequel to this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like focusing yeah. on the little girl, like that would yeah. be amazing stories. I agree. I but agree. We got the movie spoilers. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah, it's funny you say that because the comic actually ends perfectly. Like that is the way this comic should have ended. And yeah, we'll get to the movie later, but. Yeah, like, because this is typically how these stories go. I mean, every once in a while, well, I guess there are only two or three different outcomes. But yeah. it really felt like this outcome we got was the one that was coming. Like, it, it was seen, okay. and I don't remember what issue it is, but uh, the guy's attacked by a monster. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the monster, and I'm like, no, that, that's not a monster. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And from there, like, the end is pretty much written out. Like, yeah. And, and, you know, I will say that there was a little bit of... Um, 
I know personally, I was hoping for a little bit more closure. Like the the it it wraps up everything. Well, not everything. It wraps up the story of of Rich and his family pretty pretty neatly. Mm-hmm. But but I was kind of hoping to find out more so like you know what the like bigger picture things that were going on and I didn't get as much of that as I would have hoped un- unfortunately but at the same time that's a it's a choice you know it's mm-hmm. not like it didn't feel like it was um like it, it didn't feel like it was um haphazardly done it felt like it was that's what the Intended to be the case, and you know it's happened to be one of the times where most, like a lot of time I don't have any open-endedness. But for me, I was like, oh man, I really wish I knew a little bit more about what was going on in this whole thing. And and but that's a, I guess a testament to the how the story was crafted as well. And interestingly enough, in the movie, they do get more into Jebediah's motivations, right? And if okay. it's not like a sequel. Like that would have been really cool because we get what he's doing in the comic, and then we would get why he's doing it in the movie. Right. And that would have been great. It it would have like, been. It just doesn't feel like a sequel. It feels no, no. Like it feels yeah. like the movie was inspired by, as so many movies are, source material that they're disconnected from. Which is wild, though, because it's like. The same guy that created it, or that's credited for the creation of it in the comic, is the director of the movie. And, so, yeah. and they even changed the name of the town, right, for the movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did. Or, or I mean, they, I don't think they. Well, they don't. There's no. I I think like the town that Mo's referring to. Doesn't get referenced in the comic, I don't believe. Yeah, it does. It's something English. Like I don't remember off the town the top. But new New English. Yeah, they mentioned New English in the comic. Where? I don't remember what exact page. But I mean, but that's that's where they live. Uh, that's where the where Naya was. That's oh, what, what, what? like remember when uh, he's talking to the old guy? Who's yeah. like reminiscing about the town where Jebediah went too far? And yeah, some, they mentioned the town is called New English. Oh, oh, which I would have forgotten, but it's uh, they say it a lot in the movie. Yeah, which is weird. I'm just like, what? Like, I like, I'm just like, it, I guess it's it's a made up town, right? I would assume no town would call themselves New English. Yeah, and I'm just like, but it's weird that they didn't put it anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like, I'm like, where is that? Especially considering how weird of a name it is. Like, it doesn't even sound like a name, like, that could be a town name. It's in New Mexico. <laughs> Say where? It's in New Mexico. In New English, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. But I'm just like, where? where is this? But whatever. Like, I didn't even realize that that was... That he they reference it in the comic. It's only right in, uh, Milan, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois, Abattoir. Illinois. 
Illinois Abattoir. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and rate Abattoir, uh, the comic. Jay, uh, how 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 many? Uh, oh, I don't know. You're better at this than I am. Oh, how many? What outs out of fives? How many dads killing their kids? Oh, jeez, man. God, you said man. like you want you want what I do or not? I want what you do, Mo. All right. And it's like I'll I'll take it even when I don't want it. Oh no, that came out wrong. I think I'm in trouble again. Just like my Windows 10 update. So I would give this four dads killing their kids out of five. Um, I like the story. I like the premise. Uh, even though we don't get that much of the premise, we get an idea of what's happening. Uh, which I guess we're not mentioning right now for the comic review, but yeah, it, I, I like it. Like, I like this whole premise, this whole idea, and I like the characters. And I thought the story was told really well. Very good. Not exactly like a Norris feel, but it's got a good mystery feel. Mm -hmm. Moses Magnum, what would you give Abattoir number one? I would give it a three out of five. It was a. Uh, I read it after watching the movie, and that kind of one of the things I didn't like about the movie was done here too, and it, it kind of it didn't play as well in the comic medium, and then that little bit of art issue. Mm -hmm. The story was was there, and three out of five for sure. And I only read issue issue one, so I think if I would have like delved into that this character, this main character's like story narrative instead of having that whole thing about Jebediah Crone in my head, I probably would have enjoyed it better. Mm -hmm. uh, read the comic first. <laughs> that way you can give it a 4 out of 5 instead of a 3 out of 5. 3.5. Yeah, I, I think I'd go ahead and give it a 4 as well. Um, which, you know, I mean, a four is a good score in general, but I do feel like it's especially because this is not necessarily my cup of tea. Like, it's not the kind of book that I would necessarily or that I would choose to read on my own. And, and for it to, like, pull me in, that's a that's a pretty good job they did there with the story. And they made the characters interesting. And, uh, you know, like, I, I was I was invested. So, yeah. For uh, or or, you know, the other thing that happened that I was like, wow, that's messed up. Is the dude like right in issue one, friggin' weed wax that clown? I was like, man, <laughs> that was funny. I was like, that's messed up, man. And that clown was not even a good clown, which is the messed up part too. Like he, I think he felt like, oh, he's doing this to me because I suck, <laughs> which is a bad way to die. Well, he thought he did something. Like another clown is like, I don't know what you think I did, but and then he dies. You know, I love when they find the mask, the clown mask in the in the murder scene house. That 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 drawing of that mask, like I think I think they put all the work in getting that mask done right. Because <laughs> that should look creepy, like you yeah. know, saying, Oh hello was it was like supposed to be like a uh, jump scare, but that wasn't. <laughs> that, but that that mask, I was like, <gasps> yeah. And I like clowns. 
<laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about Abattoir, the uh, the movie. Okay, so uh, we have a woman whose family is butchered, and she goes on a quest to find out why. Uh, she talks to the ser to the person that did it, and you know she doesn't really get too many answers. And she goes back to visit the house, and when she does, she finds out that the room where the murder happened is gone. And so that leads her to track down who took the room and to find out why they did it. Yeah, that that pretty much is the long and the short of it. Um, so Oz, you get the chance to watch this? Oh, is Oz gone? Oz is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, hopefully, you hear that trailer that's playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Mo, what did you think of Abattoir the movie? So, one of the issues I had with, and it's part of the, the Darren Lynn Guzman, or yeah, that guy, is uh, his movies all feel like he's making one of these not scary farm rides. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, I one hundred percent got that. And those, like, sometimes those can be great, and sometimes they could be bad. Um, for his Saw movies, like, I think they were, it did okay, but the stuff he does other than Saw, it's never great. And this look from the trailer that you're seeing now, I was like, man. I can't wait to watch this to review. And then when I actually watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it, it just didn't hit the right point. Um, the girl, the elite girl, like, she's way pretty, man. And that was distracting. Like, almost like the art was in the comic. Yeah, so it's like she's too pretty to, like, go through all these horrors. And I guess sometimes <laughs> that like makes you feel like, oh no, please don't hurt her. But in this case, it's like, man, she's too pretty to be putting up with this bullshit. Like her family would hate her. Like she's married to some rich guy, like not living in his new English town. Like <laughs> you know, dealing with this detective, douchebag detective. Like she's too pretty for yeah. this. Like she would have had a modeling contract or something. Like she wouldn't be here. She's the one that she's the girls that get on the bus and leave for LA at like eighteen. You know what I mean? She don't put up with that shit in their whole town. Like if yeah. they would have wrote in the script that she came back and took a year sabbatical to figure out her sister's shit from a modeling contract from a visa, then they'd be like, all right, like this all right. Yeah, but then she also dresses like a Pentecostal reformist Christian, like. And that's like Dude, odd too. I was so confused at the beginning of this movie like, because, like you said, I was like looking and I was like, "Is this like, are we in the '60s or the like?" I'm like, "What?" I was like, "What? What? What era is this movie taking place in?" And then the detective showed up, and I was like, "Is it the '30s? Like, what is yeah. like?" Because he was literally in like a fedora and a trench coat, and he had like the like, he, cigar, he and he was like, like he all like grisly. 
he looks like he 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 doesn't say the n-word like that he says negro like <laughs> that's the parlance of the time like, that's what he looks like and, and like, as the movie went on they got into like regular clothes <laughs> but yeah. in that first scene i was just like why are they dressed like this like i'm like because i was like i was confused and it, it, like it, i didn't even realize the movie took place in the 2000s until like halfway through when they referenced like 2004 look and i, I was I, like oh okay I thought it was the yeah. end until like the old lady said, "Oh, no cellular, no cable." I'm like, "Oh shit, they're in modern times." Yeah. <laughs> right now, I knew what they were doing, so that didn't like it didn't come out of nowhere for me. Like the I knew that the movie was going for like a new fifties noir feel, even though it was present time. So it's like. And I'm not saying they pulled it off for whether they did or oh. didn't pull it off. But yeah, no, I don't think they pulled it off at all. Like, except I wasn't confused. Like, the clothing like, made sense. Well, it made sense. If you're trying to do a 50s noir feel, that clothing makes sense in that first scene. But after that, it's like, we don't ever really go back to that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you give up. <laughs> you're like, eh. We did. We tried our best. You know, do it when you're making while you're making your movie. <laughs> you either make a, you know, it's like what if Scott Pilgrim decided to be? You know what? This is absurdist surrealism doesn't work. Let's just do um, just regular ass modern day shit in the middle of <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. It don't work. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a wild thing. Like I will say this. The people and how they like just move quietly through scenes is eerie as hell. Like when that when that started happening, and it was just like people just like walking behind folks, or walking like when when the guy when the friggin' dad went out to take the trash, and the dude just kind of walked around the corner into the house. I was like, what the hell? Like how did he? Like it's so funny because I feel like and I, and you know you all know me, like. I, I go through the world and do pretty much what I want, but I'm scared of everything. <laughs> and when when I go out to take the trash, I specifically like think that like because a lot of time I do take trash out at night and I'm just like someone could be out here. Like someone could be around a the corner. They could like it's dark. I like I'm always on my like exactly what happened in that movie. Is exactly what I think is going to happen to me every time I go out to take out the trash, <laughs> and, and I always watch for it. This and is so I was just like, "How is this guy not? How do you not see that guy? You know, where's your peripheral Larry, vision?" Larry, this is why we need to get Doctor Keith Aplo to talk to you. For you know, our- it's just the suburbs. It's not like right, but <laughs> that makes it worse, not better. But Larry's not in the suburbs. I'm mean, concerned about suburbs- Larry. Like the suburbs is why you don't worry as much about it. Oh, like well, I, I don't know anything about that. As much, yeah. I guess I don't know, man. Now, Larry, like, is there any like in this weird fantasy where somebody's like behind you taking the trash? Is there any, never a fantasy of you like just oh he jumps at you and you just happen to like I don't know get that piece of broken glass in your trash and just put it in his eye when he's trying to attack you? There's no that that's not part of your fantasy. 
I mean, no, none of it's a fantasy. Like, I don't, none of this is like you have, you're, to happen. you're afraid of going to take trash at night because there's something in your head that you're fantasizing. Well, I'm not, I'm not afraid to do it. I do it. But in it, it's just that, it's just that I, I, it, it's a possibility that I consider every right. time I go out to take the trash. Oh, well, you consider and so I'm on guard for it. But I don't, I don't, no, I don't ever stab anybody. Like, I, I, I'm ready to defend myself, but not, yeah. like, I don't want to stab anyone with You never powers. just think of somebody just jumping out at you and you just, just happen to have a box cutter and you act defensively, but in it, you just kind of slice his throat. Like, I gotta, I gotta interject a little bit because uh, as somebody who has uh, fallen, uh, Pray to to Lawrence's uh, physical advances. I don't know what that means. Like that sounds like I like raped you or something. And I don't want to. I just want to go to the records. Have never I, don't, I don't know what I to rape boss. That's what <laughs> a human resources guy. I don't know what you were trying to do me. But I can attest, I, I can attest to the to the fact that Lawrence has no defense skill. <laughs> Wait a minute! How do you know? You never try to jump me. So uh, now, no, you try to jump me. Now, okay, Larry. so that's not defensive. You can say I have no offensive skills if you want. That's fine. Even though we were kind of drunk. The best that again sounds like I was trying to rape you. <laughs> I was like, geez. I, you know what? This never happened. I'm gonna pull a Matt Gates. I don't. None of this ever happened. <laughs> like, Pizza this is all the media, the liberal media, trying to smear my name. Uh, Larry, um, now, now that you've read the comic for Abattoir and seen the movie for Abattoir, are you now when you go take the trash, you're like, is Jebediah Crone gonna say hello to me? Like, Listen, you, I, I'm look. I'm what I'm looking out for. New Englishman. That's what I'm looking out for. I'm just like these New English folks. And it's like they not gonna mess around and sneak your boy. That's what I know. Cause I'm ready for him. I was I, I was ready before. I knew that they were out there, and now confirmed. I saw it on TV. I was like, oh, there they are. Goddamn! <laughs> and when like, and I'm just sitting here like, the chick. There was a part in the movie where the chick is like, looking through newspapers with her back to the door, and it's like 17 of them walk by. I'm like, goddamn! Like you don't hear that? You don't hear those little tiny footfalls? I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> but that, oh, that's, that's kind of what I say about it being like those those not scary farm rides, like yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And it's like you know sometimes you know the Saw movies are are that that's essentially what the Saw movies are. They create an experience where you feel you're locked in there, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Dead Silence is another one, mm -hmm. and uh, and they're all these type of Saw this people that work on Saw movies, you know. Yeah. Um, and here it just doesn't come off as well. I don't know if it's the lighting or it's too bright. But one thing that does come off well, I think, is the dude that plays Jebediah Crone from the comic transition to the movie. I think that guy does a really good job. <laughs> he looks like him. And I've seen him in other things. And I don't think he's ever, like, I, maybe I don't even recognize him where he was in the other things I've seen. But I, where he's been, he was really good here. You know, I oh, go ahead. I can derail this whole conversation for a second. <laughs> uh, Dead Silence with the mime, right? The ventriloquist doll? Puppets, yeah. 
Yeah, that coach cheated. Like, when you tell him to do, like, he wasn't purposefully making a noise. He just was yelling because he got thrown off the the banister. I don't know. That feels like cheating to me. Yeah, I mean, look, we're not reviewing that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you. How many? How many puppet strings hollowed out humans with puppet strings out of plywood to give dead silence? Um, I don't remember it well enough, but from what I do remember, I think it was like a four. Like it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. It does the cheesy thing too, where it feels like a not scary farm ride too, but that. It's it's a weird thing where there's a, there's a weird line that you cross. Insidious did that too, and it, you know it's a weird cross, weird weird line that if you go over, it's like ah, oh, this doesn't work. And I, I I was gonna say like especially like the last like thirty to forty minutes of the movie, one hundred percent. Like I literally had the thought in my head like this is like we this is basically like a. a a monster maze now. Yeah. Like you know, like it's like a it's it, mm-hmm. it like it felt like like a, a bad not scary farm ride in the last half hour, and then something happens and you're like, okay, like now, you know, like we're getting a little bit of resolution, I guess, or whatever. But in that in between that half an hour, I'm just like, I mean, like even I think this is a little cheesy, you know, yeah. and I'm like, that's not. That's not what I usually have. Say what? Yeah, the effects were not good. And yeah. the one that they chose to do the ghost effects yeah. was not scary at all. Yeah, it, it just blurs out everything. Like it would have been scarier if they had like see if you could see the people and they look see through, which would have been corny too, but that would have been at least like a little bit more like, oh my god, I'm actually seeing what's happening, you know? And Mo brought up insidious like they do. They did it much better, where you can see everyone, and it just works better if you can see the people, because mm-hmm. you know that what's going on is wrong. Yeah, and it just makes it creepier. There's yeah. a scene in the the comic where the guy's talking to his dad. Yeah, and it it feels wrong, like his dad should not be there. And his dad has a gun, and then, bam! Like it just—it's a really chilling kind of moment. Yeah. And the movie failed to do that. Yeah. I will say too, um, you know, I, I actually had the opposite experience you had, Mo, in regards to uh, Jebediah Crone. I—I just—I did not like the depiction in the movie at all. Like I felt like like and don't get me wrong, the guy was is not a bad actor. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like he was right for the part. Like I don't I don't feel like he looked the part. Now you read more issues than I did though, right? Well yeah, but like the look is the the look is consistent throughout. Like you said, like when when they, they draw him, he always looks like that. But you know it's like I, I think a big part of it too was just like I felt like Jebediah Crone had like a particular profile, like a very he almost looked like a almost like a cadaver, you know what I mean? Like a cadaver in a cell. Right. And you know, that guy doesn't look like a cadaver. I mean, he's, he's first of all, he's he's healthy. 
So it's like he looks. You know, I mean, he well, he's, he's like you know, like he definitely doesn't look like he emaciated. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't look like uh, uh like. Like Jebediah in the comic almost looks like a rotting, a rotting or a corpse that's about to rot. You know, like it's not rotted yet, but it looks like a corpse that's about to rot. That guy, like you know, like he just point the mom look closer to Jebediah than the guy does. Hey, he did a. That's another thing too. She did a. She said like, yeah, she was good. She gave. She made me give this movie three points. Yeah, no, she, she her, her performance was, was really good. Like, yeah, when she tells the detective, "Cut the man bullshit," like that. Yeah. I've never been so like empowering women, but also creeped out and scared and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she she was very good. She was very good. And I feel uh, like you do, Lawrence. Like, I just didn't think the guy was that creepy. No, like. And I watched the movie first before I read the comic. Oh, okay. And so, you know, you read the comic and he's like creepy as shit. Yeah. And here you don't get that. You get, like, he's sinister. Yeah. But he's not creeping me out. And I didn't like, I didn't like, like, I, honestly, like, they definitely do enough that I'm like, if I saw, if I saw the comic or I read the comic and... You know, I saw the trailer for the movie. I would know that that was supposed to be Crone, but there's definitely like, like the design in the comic feels very particular, and that guy's design deviates from it in a lot of different ways that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, like even like his hair, I was like, I felt like the hair was very like iconic, and the hair they give him in the movie doesn't it. It, it it yeah it feels different like because it's like longer and whatnot like the only well I won't say the only I'll, I'll say like I felt like the most he was like Jebediah was when he was giving the the sermon like that felt like at that moment that he he was channeling that character but outside of that it was just like okay like you know but. It works, you know. It's not like it's it's. It, it, I don't feel like he was the the. I think he was one of the better parts of the movie still, but I just don't feel like he 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 did the character justice. So yeah, I was I was disappointed in that in that regard. But the whole like like the character is trying to do something completely different in this in this movie than what we've read in the comic it feels like to me i don't know does it is is that the sense you get too jay no i feel like it could be the same purpose like it could be mentioned like like i said they don't really they tell you what he's doing and not why and the movie kind of tells you why he's doing it so that i kind of get but but then, but what he does in the movie and what he does in the comic are technically different, right? I mean, he he buys the houses, but what he does with them, or not buys the houses. I'm saying like he he like, or I guess I should say that you know in the comic he was trying to buy the houses. Uh, or yeah, in the comic he was trying to buy the house, right? And in mm-hmm. 
in the movie, uh, he wasn't, I mean, he still bought the houses, but what he did to those houses, we don't know that he was doing that in, in the comic, right? Or we just assume. No, they say that in the comic, what he was doing with the houses before he sold, resold them. And they say the same thing, and they say what he's doing, that's what he's doing in the movie. Oh, you know what, you're right, because they do say he took, he took the driveway, huh? Right. <laughs> that's so weird. And it doesn't look good, like, it doesn't look like he actually took the room, but they do say that that's what happened. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And so the why the like and you know I mean I don't know I, I don't like I feel like the the why that's all happening I, I I think I get it but it does feel like a bit of a roundabout like way that we actually get to those motivations and and even like you know I don't know I mean I I like I don't understand necessarily what it was that he was promising these pe these people in this town. Um, from the movie, I'm not sure. I think he just said they would the town would be successful, and so they were like, "Well, if our town's successful, let's go kill our children." <laughs> Uh, but in the comic, they say it's more him preaching a lifestyle. Yeah. And they were willing to kill for the lifestyle that he preaches. Wow. What What did you think of... Uh... Wait, I, Oz, you didn't get to watch this movie either, huh? That's It's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Mo... Mo, what I mean, what did you think, basically, in regards to like how things resolved in this movie for you? I had no idea. Like, I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" That's fair. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't. I don't know. You know. Now, granted, I did watch this movie at work. I had a, a I had a, mm -hmm. a, a weird week uh, within trying to get this. Falcon and Winter Soldier series that we have that'll be up this week later. Just hit subscribe, hit like, subscribe, and hit that bell because that's how you're gonna find out when it comes out. <laughs> but that's, uh, but that that's that's like between all that, like trying to get everything done. For pre-production, mm -hmm. it, it just took it took a lot of time. It, it, there's Got it. a challenge in in doing a weekly show that's topical that has a four day lifespan. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, no, I, I ended up watching this at work, and I was like, "Did they actually like tease that she was a mom? Is that is that like a thing that happened in the movie?" And I missed it. Tease who was a mom? The old lady? Um, I just knew she was because, of course, she was. Right. That's not, <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's, that's how you know it's a bad movie. 
they, <laughs> like, they, 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 oh, go ahead. If that's if that's how you know she's the mom, and then when the, that twist comes, like it, it's that's that's the making of a bad movie. Yeah, but that's Jay's superpower. He can see a woman and know she has kids. <laughs> you know she will <laughs> when he's done with it. <laughs> they don't call him the rabbit wolf for nothing. It's true. He fucks like a rabbit, then eats like a wolf. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wow, kind of like it though. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's why you did it. That's what I've been telling people. Now we gotta meet my friend Jay, man. He, they call man. him the rabbit wolf because he fucks like a rabbit and eats like a wolf. Now you know why you're on that list, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, they, yeah, I mean, they, I, they actually do say that, that that's her mom at a certain point. Where? Um, minute 57. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think, like, it, it's, um. Like, does she know that this is possibly her mom? No, she doesn't no. know until later. Like, she finds out later that it was her mom. And that's like, when she does the whole she lied to me thing and. Yeah. to confront Jebediah in the house. Which, Wait. that is one part of his that I did like, where he will, like, meet people at the door and give them a speech about, well, you know, it'd be easier for you and a lot better if you just walked away, or you can enter my house of your own free will. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't understand why anybody walks in there. Like, why yeah, would left. Like, I, I, I like, he's pretty yeah. damned. Like, if you're saying that, like that, that's not normal. People don't say that. That's or not just invite someone into your house. At least come back with backup or something. <laughs> like we can call like po like police in a neighboring town, and we can all come back and see whatever we want to see in that house, right? Like you know, we can get warrants and everything. Maybe okay. Maybe she can't go in with them because she's not a police officer. But you know, the boyfriend. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I, it's a it's a wild thing. It's a wild thing. Um, I'm trying to figure out where, where did she get her birth certificate from. That I do not remember. Because that joint sure just pops up. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, it's uh, <coughs> it sounded like her and her sister don't know where her mom is. They don't know. It sounded like they were like abandoned. And then all of a sudden, she's just like, I have a birth certificate, and I'm from New English. And I'm like, first of all, if we can't stop saying New English, <laughs> that's number one. Because I was just like, I don't understand who decided that that makes sense of the name. And here's the thing. The mom wanted her to leave, but then she sacrifices her, right? Is that what happened? I, I don't think the way that they say it is it, the dad took them, I think. No, no, no. But she says, get out of here. Like when they meet. Well, everybody in the town tells her to get out of here. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. It might be reverse psychology. They're like, if we tell her to go, she'll stay because she's done. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it's time to rate this, but I think I'm done talking about this. Listen, I, I was I was baffled by the first. Uh, first of all, I I was I didn't understand. Like she was like, oh, I'm just on my way to New English, and I'm like, well, where is she now? Like when the when the cop stops her. I'm like, where is she now? Like, is this not New English? 
first of all, if we could just stop saying New English. <laughs> That's number two. One and two. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what? Why? I don't even, I didn't even understand it. And I'm like, why can't they tell us where this town is? Like, even, or just give us some kind of sense. Like, is it California? Is it Iowa? Is it Connecticut? Like, where is it? Now, before we rate this, we do have to ask young, Mary Young, the standard questions as like, how scary was this? How hard was this for you to watch, if at all? I mean, it was, well, again, these things don't have to be scary. My imagination scares me enough by itself. Like, what I think is going to happen is always worse than what actually happens. Yeah, like the guy hits himself while he's taking out the trash, for God's sake. I'm just aware of the danger. And I got it confirmed by this movie. People will come into your house while they're take while you take out the trash and kill your whole family. It, you saw it happen. Because they have soft footsteps. And that was what scared me the most, the soft footsteps. That's because they're not going to people's houses and watch. <laughs> well, first of all. It's like, look, we all know that a lot of inner city homes aren't big enough for someone to sneak around the house in anyway. It's like, you know, it's like you're either there or you're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, you walk. Look, I, I know the house I grew up in. It's like there, like I, I, you walk in one door and I can I can see you. We also <laughs> we're also believers in in the Second Amendment. That that's why drive-bys were invented because you can't sneak up on somebody in the inner city. Nah, I think that's just lazy killing. <laughs> I think that's all it is. They're just like, hey man, don't even stop. But how scary were you, Larry? Did you shit yourself I mean, for three times? I was I was I was pretty scared at first. Like when 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 it was soft stepping folks, that was creeping me out. But by the time we got to like funhouse stuff, I was like, Oh, I'm good. So like I'll say I was I was pretty I was pretty tense through like maybe the first like for the first half of it so i guess like the first like 45 you know 50 minutes and then the second part of it i was just like i'm good cuz it's like okay so he was holding it in and then once he he crapped himself he felt better so this movie has a bunch of lazy like low uh low tension jump scares throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. How annoying were those for you? It, I mean, ridiculously annoying because it's like they're not even scary. It's like, I don't want to be scared, mind you, but I know I'm supposed to be, and so I'm disappointed. And it, it turns out that I think I'd rather be scared than disappointed. <laughs> it's like uh, I didn't know I didn't know that there was a feeling I wanted to feel more or, or less than fear. And I think just that kind of disappointment, was, I was like, oh. It's like when, you know, you get that feeling you'd rather be beaten to death than bored to death. <laughs> well, actually, listen, I'm not sure that I've ever actually been bored. <laughs> it's like very seldom. I, I have a very active imagination. So I don't know. I don't, I, I, that, that may not work for me. But at the same time, too, I say that now because, you know, you're asking about this experience, but then when you try to make me watch something else that's scarier than this, 
I'd probably be like, man, I wish I could be watching Abattoir. <laughs> so, so, you know, because I don't, I don't like to be scared. But it took me like it. It took me half of the movie to realize like I don't need to be scared anymore. And in the second <laughs> half, I wasn't. Okay. If they had kept doing that soft shoe and stuff, I probably would be terrified through the whole thing because that's the kind of stuff that like random silhouettes of people walking behind folks and they don't notice. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. It's like that's that's nightmare fuel for me. Cause I'm just like, damn it, these fools are just in the house. Like, I don't know if they're like just rearranging sock drawers or stabbing children or friggin' like I don't know what they're doing, but either way, it's no good. That's all I know. It's like the best round, take going in your medicine cabinet, switching all the pills around. It's not fun. Okay, so I, I think we can rate this now. Yeah. What about you, Mo? What what do you want to rate Abattoir the movie? Abattoir, I would rate the movie I would rate three out of five, and Lynn Shay's portrayal of that old lady drinking whiskey and cleaning it off her mouth <laughs> gives it those three points. <laughs> Without her, this movie would have been a zero for me. Dang! Wow. Uh, like, yeah, that was a, that. That was only like the only good line too. We're like, how you like your whiskey in a glass? Yeah. <laughs> You know, or from from that character, I mean, all the rest of the time, I was just like, eh. no. Nah, but the thing is, she adds the tension. Like, you don't need jump scares when she's on the screen. Like, the whole shit's creepy and scary. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean that's, the that's, she, that? Like, if it was if the movie was just her confronting that lady, <laughs> like a short film that just creates an eerie experience for me in the theater where I'm just uneasy. In yeah. a well-lit room with a lady and an old lady drinking whiskey, like that's fucking amazing horror storytelling. <laughs> but yeah. that's not the whole movie. It's true. What about you, Jay? What would you rate Avatar the movie? I would, I would give it a two. Um, mostly, I just like the concept mm. of taking. Are, are we spoiling it? I don't know. Yeah, spoiler. It's, yeah, it's, it's been out for what twenty years? Ten years? Three. Three? Yeah. That's that's more than three, isn't it? It it's came like, out twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. or maybe twenty sixteen. I think it's sixteen. That would put it at four and a half or five. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, but. Basically taking parts of murder houses and putting them together like a puzzle. Like, that is an interesting concept, which I really like. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, the acting was, uh, the effects were, uh, the lazy ass jump scares were, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, if it were for the concept, this whole movie would be a zero. There you go. Or just wish they had pulled it off. But they... Yeah. No, there's definitely something there. Even though I will say it, it, it seemed like it does not feel like somebody that read or wrote or created that comic wanted to make this movie. Or 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 maybe the or I guess I say it doesn't feel like they're the same property to me in in, in a lot of ways. It it has the crone character so it is but 
And you know, if you took him, if you took him out and put somebody else in, this could be a movie called something else completely, and I wouldn't be like, oh, this reminds me of Avatar. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, like honestly, like it would, like there's no part of it that feels like the comic to me other than that character. And you would think, like, because it's the comics created by the same guy that wrote and directed the movie. Like, right. that should be an easy, like, you know, thing. Like, I know adapting things could be hard. I know I've been hard on people that do it. And now that I'm in the business of adapting things, it, I can see their struggles. But if you make two things for two mediums, like, you can make them connect, even if it's not a direct thing. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because it's one of these things where it's like, I mean, I, I just noted that it said that the director, it said in the comic, it said this was created by the director. Right. And so, and then there's another person who gets credit for the concept. And then there's two writers that are different people too. So the the, the creator, the concept, and the writers are all different people. So in my mind, I was just like, okay, now we have the person that is if this was created by doing the movie. I'm not certain that the, the concept person gets credit. I, I would have to look, double check the movie credits, but it very well could be a thing where they're just like, maybe he created the, the, the Chrome character, but didn't want to use that concept and you know either wanted to cut that guy out or didn't want to give him any credit i don't know but it's like it very well could be a thing something like that and obviously it wasn't written by the same people that wrote the comic either so yeah yeah it, it's an interesting thing i i i would have the concepts in in both are interesting but they're definitely pulled off better in the the con or the concept that they choose to go with in the comic gets pulled off or executed better in the comic than this interesting concept in this movie gets executed because yeah I'm I'm I'll give it a two and a half but yeah overall it's just like it doesn't do it for me yeah unfortunate yeah even though like you hit the nail on the head though Mo like. Uh, that woman's performance as the character Allie, yeah, she's she was amazing. Yeah, if that uh, was the short film, like <laughs> it'd be five out of five. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say anything else on Abattoir before we change gears. All right. Cool. Well, let's do let's do a um. Let's do uh, a uh, Mo deal real quick. And then when we come back, we'll go ahead and get into Project Patron. That works for everybody. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. money, money. Moses Magnum here bringing you another Mo deal. I just stopped cutting some hair to bring you some savings. Here it is. We've been reviewing Invincible in the last couple weeks here on Fantastic Forum, and it's a hit. We love the show. But now, thanks to Comixology, anything that Robert Kirkman created Invincible, along with Walking Dead, Outcast, Astonishing Wolfman, you know, a bunch of other comics, 
anything by Robert Kirkman is 50% off. So you can get all the stuff you like that he does or think you can discover new things without investing a bunch of cash into it. And uh, on top of that, Comixology offers a uh, subscription streaming service of sorts called Comixology Unlimited. It's seven bucks a month, I think, some more or less. But I'm gonna give you a trial. Just click the link in the description and uh, you'll get a trial and then you can read anything invincible for free. Uh, you got seven days to finish it all and you can just catch up on the whole series before the TV series even ends. Uh, but that's not it. I got another mode deal for you. Hubble Bundle has teamed up with IDW. For a dollar you can get six different comic series involving the Dungeons and Dragons universe published by IDW. Now what Hubble Bundle does is it gives the money to a good cause. So this is one dollar tier for those books which is um yeah, they gotta read it. You know, I can do no pre-production. Bear with me. The the one dollar tier includes Dun Dragonlance Chronicles Volume One, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, Dragonlance Classics Volume One, Dungeons and Dragons at the Spine of the World Number One, Dungeons and Dragons Infernal Tides Number One, Forgotten Realm Classic Volume One. You get all that for a dollar. At the ten dollar, you get the issue two of those, along with another a couple, like I think two more series in addition to that. At the twenty-five dollar tier, you just get everything. And you know you can give more since you are saving a good chunk of money. You can give more because it is going to the Hasbro Children's Fund. And Hasbro Children's Fund, they're the ones that handle all the grants and stuff that Hasbro gives for kids to either get tuition, children's hospitals literacy programs and things like that. So it's a good cause. You can actually save some money and give some towards a good cause, which is always important. It's not just about saving it and keeping it. So as always, I'm Moses Magnum here with a Mo Deal for you, reminding you to make that money, save that money, and then put some of it to a good cause. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been the Mo Deal. See you next time. Good job, Mo. Wow, Thank it's you. been a while since I've uh, I've seen Dragon stuff out there. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the cool thing about it, where they're giving you a lot of old shit that you can't find anymore. Like, you know, I used to read IDW? a lot. Of, yeah, well, in this in this particular bundle, it's mm. stuff that the classics, the chronicles, is all the stuff that was like on tops or other publishers. They reprinted them and they're giving them to you here. So I, I used to read those when I was a kid, and now it's like, you know what? I'll get them again. And yeah, money I, to definitely, I definitely recommend people check out uh, any anything Dragonlance, but especially the, the original tri trilogy, which I think was uh, Autumn, Fall, and, and Winter. I forget the full titles, but it's like uh, Dragons of Spring Dawning or something like that, but it's basically uh, it's all seasonal autumn, fall, and, and winter or actually autumn, winter, spring. No, I think summer was the, the beginning of the second trilogy. That's fair. So then you got it. I, look, I, haven't, uh -huh. I was in high school when I read these books. Mm hmm so and and they haven't been out for years like i thought i thought people didn't i thought people forgot all about Dragonlance. so yeah well, not, not us at idw <laughs> <laughs> pick Where's it up man it's good stories 
Did you ever watch the animated movie? No, it's crap. I heard part of that. <laughs> the part that you didn't like, or the part that I heard it was crap, so I actually got a chance to watch the movie. I gotta get out of the deal on some internet. <laughs> I think he said he heard it was crap, so he didn't watch the movie. You want to nod for us? That's what you said. Is that what you said? Yes. All right. Yay. Wow. No latency. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Uh, it's not. It, it, it's not the price of the internet that's the problem. Is the uh, infrastructure? Right there, it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So you already get into Project Patron? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do we need to play another review music thing, or are we good? I mean, technically we do, because it's not a horror comic. Let's do it. Review. Like, review. Well, not, not like that, but like... Okay. So, uh, Mo, you want to talk about this book or you want me to do it? Uh, go ahead, man. I talked about the other stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, Project Patron is basically uh, yet, yet another comic that kind of has its own take on the Superman mythos. Um, this book takes a twist on the death of Superman. Basically, this this... Superman as hero uh, is trying to fight this big bad, and they end up killing each other, much like how Superman and Doomsday ended up, you know, pretty much killing each other. And then uh, three days later, or I actually, I, maybe it says a few days later. I don't remember if it was three or not, but a few days later, uh, the hero who's called the patron or called patron burst from the ground and goes back to superheroing. Uh, and the public basically loves this hero or has been in love with this hero even more so ever since since he saved the city, sacrificed himself, and came back to life to keep fighting the good fight. But what the public doesn't know is that this uh, this hero patron is not the actual hero that they think it he is because he actually did die that day and the US government has created a did they call it they call it a reploid? Yeah. A a, a reploid, like an artificial version of this hero. And that is actually piloted by other regular people. And each of these people represents a different like aspect or virtue of this hero, whether it be his tech savvy, like his his smarts, or his strength, or you know his compassion, his leadership ability. So each pilot kind of brings something different to the table, and depending on what's needed, they send a different person to virtually pilot. Um, this basically like superhero android thing 
And that's what the book is about. It's about this team of people that pilots uh, this superhero and the secret that they have to keep. And one of them is a spy for the UN. And one of them is a spy for the UN. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so, gents, what did you all think of Project Patron? Anyone wants to? Yeah. It starts off pretty cool with the colors being like more pulpy, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool for the flashback. Mm-hmm. And then that stops. <laughs> and, uh, then it kind of just does its thing. Just It's basically almost an issue zero mm-hmm. where the main focus of this is to introduce the characters and say what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And you do kind of get a decent idea of all these characters. And yeah, that's that's what I take away from it. <laughs> Joe's like, very standard fare. <laughs> I, I kind of, like, I would have, I started to call it standard fare until I started seeing kind of the deconstruction of like how you would bring this hero back for the greater good and even my views on jesus <laughs> uh where <laughs> it's like he's a figurehead and a mascot not an actual mm-hmm. person that rose from the dead and mm-hmm. this kind of echoes that and it from a superhero perspective and it's like you can't let the people know he's dead because you you stand a lot to lose in terms of hope and their, their safety and security. You need them to keep feeding this machine we call society by lying to them, <laughs> you know? Otherwise, they're just going to give up. And I don't know how much of that they're going to get into here, but it seems like that's the motivation of why they're doing what they're doing. And like Joe said, the, the zero thing, that kind of makes me want to read more of this because i want to mm-hmm. see like where like more of not the espionage stuff i know that's going to play into it but what what does the impact of society because i know it's not going to be stay a secret for the series like if it's a series of how they're all just keeping the secret it's going to be pretty dull to me <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so i i kind of want i can't wait till the secret the cat's out of the bag yeah and I hope they don't make me wait till like it'll probably be issue six of this arc, and then uh, they'll take a break. <laughs> and then be like Saga, where a COVID year happened, and then nothing came out for like two years. <laughs> like I don't, I feel like Saga was doing that long before COVID. <laughs> no, nah, but they, they were doing six month breaks, but they've been on a break for like three years now. Yeah, like I caught up twice. But yeah. Oz, did you get to read this? No. <laughs> That's unfortunate, Oz. I think you might like this book. He's been busy. He's been busy. I'm like, try, right. It's our fault. I look, I believe it. I'll take the blame. Um we can't bust his ball too much this week for not doing anything in pre-production. No, no, I, no, I would tell him to just stop being on the show and finish editing so we could have this shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I will say, like, I, I really liked this book. At the same time, though, 
I do like I feel like it's kind of like right up my alley in a lot of ways like you know like in, in like when I read it and actually like realized what the concept was I was kind of like this feels like an idea I should have had <laughs> you know like it, it feels like an idea I should have had like not and you know I don't know that it would have turned out as as good as this did maybe but maybe but probably not but i i enjoyed it like i thought you know and don't get me wrong it's like i i read it and like i think what joe said is true in the sense that it does kind of feel like a zero issue kind of but at the same time i i love zero issues and so it's like you know i like like being kind of eased into a different set of characters and whatnot and or i guess what i'll say is you know, I can appreciate something doing something and being innovative, but I can also appreciate something doing something standard, but executing it well. And I feel like that's what this was. This was something that was like, you know, it didn't take it. It didn't take pretty much any chances. It introduced you to a concept. It showed you what like the core conceit was. It gave you all the main characters. It gave you a cliffhanger and then it got out and it was just like, Hopefully, I'll come back for the second issue. And you know, I know for me, I will. I like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know this book was a thing for until you said we should read it. So I was like, oh, like I like this. Like I want more of this. Like right now. Who said? Uh, it was you, right, Mo? Yeah. You. Just making sure I get the credit. I didn't create anything, but I still want the credit for making sure we talk shit about it. <laughs> what do you all think of the art and the and the art style? I like the pulpy art. I yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It has like a, a bit of a sketchy kind of thing going on, like a, like literally like you know a sketch, a sketch type style to the artwork. I mean, not like there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> like, but but I can understand, you know. Like it's it's wild to think that you know it did have like a pulpy style for like the death of Superman ish kind of stuff, and I, it was wild just because as somebody where I was like, I was looking at it like oh that's interesting like I know it's a flashback but they went back to like you know like fifties kind of style and I'm like why did they go so far back but you know if you're like a, of a certain age I'm sure that like. The '90s feels like the '50s to you, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but make it look as old as you can. He's like, <laughs> so, which it might not even be print. I mean, it might not even be pulpy. It might be like just regular, like comic newsprint style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what our books were actually printed on back then. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think of the art, Mo? I, I I enjoyed it. It is that Italian style, like that uh, like black science. Yeah, you know, like it's like that, and that's kind of. I think that's the go-to now, where you get these like these themes that you've seen in, in other mediums or in other comics, and you subvert them and deconstruct them, so you get right. this type of art to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like your um, you know your what is it uh irredeemable like right. it, it feels like an irredeemable in the sense in the yeah. way the art yeah. complements the story you're doing so I, I was okay with it even with the change 
uh, between the pulpy or classic style to the new style. But I also like the character design, primarily yeah. the brawler guy. Like, yeah. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but I feel like they made him look like Eddie Hall. And uh, Eddie Hall is this dude that he was like a power lifter. He's like one of these these big, just beer drinking, just power lifter, like lifting 1,700 pounds in the squat mm -hmm. type of guy. And mm -hmm. that's what this guy looked like. But then Eddie Hall now changed his look, well, changed his body to be more athletic and more of a boxer even though he's all real buff and that's exactly what he, he looks exactly like that guy. So I don't know if they used him as an influence, mm -hmm. but it is kind of cool. Like that, that, that mixture of musculature and athleticism. Yeah. Like taken into account. And even when they compare the, the main guy that pilots um, patron, mm -hmm. when he talks, what is it? Is it Crone too? Like is it Cone or Crone? But he, uh, yeah, it is something like that, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, there he is. He looks just like Eddie Hall. I wish I would have like done pre-production and have like uh, <laughs> a picture side side. Of, Eddie, of Eddie Hall, especially like the current one. Um, but yeah, like he's like a different version of that guy, where he can be the brawler and more well-rounded as a maybe a fighter because he's more flexible. He's got less bulk. Um, and that's that's kind of cool. And then they're both with their muscles in the shower together like that. Yeah, what what was that all about? Ah, that was it was odd to look at, but it was like that's how dudes are at the gym. Like when are they? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Oz went to the gym with me. He knows. I'm not um like athletic like that, so I've never you know. I mean, you watch, well, you don't watch sports, Larry, but you, you watch football, they're grabbing each other's asses. I mean, you I watch. I don't even really watch no, football. No, I know you don't, but it, it, that's that's a thing. Like, they're, they're, it's all homoeroticism. Like, you're, you're showing appreciation for your fellow masculine energy. And, you know, sorry, I mean. Masculine energy. Like, let me put it like this. I don't think that, like, I went to high school and, you know, they had, like, showers or whatever. And so I know that guys have conversations in the shower. Yeah. I guess my whole thing was like the setup of the shower was so weird because it was like circular. And so these two dudes were like basically like facing each other, like damn near looking into each other's eyes. That's how they're having this my high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, even so, I'm just like, using them. I was like, in the shower they were in, there are two of those things. Like, literally, one person yeah. could have been at one, and one could have been at the other. And even if they wanted to look at each other, they could look at each other from yeah. across the way as they shower. But they decided to, like, you know, basically, like I said, like, stand, like, nose to nose to have this intimate-ass conversation while they're both naked and wet. And I'm just like, is this, I like... Seen, I've, I've seen dudes have push-up competitions in the shower. Really? And not not just competition, but like they, they'll do push-ups where there's a guy in front and he puts his feet on the shoulders of the guy behind him, and there's like four dudes in the chain like that trying to do push-ups simultaneously while they're naked in the shower. Yeah, in the shower. That's one of those times when you walk in with your towel, you're like, you know, I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> this ain't my kind of party, Jack. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that sweaty. I can wait an hour. Or two. 
And I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it seems strange to me. But again, I just might not be. I'm, I'm definitely not a part of that that uh, like sports, like athletic culture. So I don't. You know, I I'm mean, sure. I just don't know. And that's dudes dry humping each other. I mean, they're not dry humping each other. They're yeah, they trying to. They're they're wrestling. That's different. Yeah, yeah. That's that's different. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, their private parts are closed. I mean, I feel like that's a big difference. Hey, you I never mean, heard of dry humping? I've I've heard of it. I just saying that yeah. that's not what's happening. So but, yeah, that's that's what you say. It's it, it like it's all fun and games till somebody comes. <laughs> I mean, poke I guess you're out. right. I guess you're yeah. right. <laughs> I, I posted a picture of uh, Eddie Hall here. I don't know if you can share. Yeah, that, that fool does look like him. Yeah. That's hey deep. man, look at these fools trying to advertise on our joint. Yeah. Get out of here, but... popcorners. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. We try to look at Eddie Hall. That's not even a real potato chip. That's what they call corners. <laughs> popcorners. That's, a, that's some ghetto chips right there. I was like, wait a minute. Is it the chip? Is it popcorn? They're like, it's both popcorners. <laughs> I was like, I want some. <laughs> That's the stuff your mom brings home when you ask for Doritos. Right. It's like we got Doritos at home and that's for Doritos at home. <laughs> oh dude. So but yeah, okay. I, I actually I really enjoyed this book. I, I thought I was gonna enjoy it a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. But uh but it's still a good book. Like it does have that zero issue feel, which I'm not a huge fan of. I'm like, just get to the story. Yeah. Right, right. But uh, you know, it, it's definitely I don't know, for someone like me, it would probably be, you know, get the trade paperback. You know? I got you. you know? I got you. But 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 the cliffhanger is a is a decent cliffhanger. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah no, it's it, it, it's good. But but I do I do feel where you're coming from in the sense like it it just feels like it's the introduction as opposed to, you know, the actual, like, okay, this book is uh, taking us on a narrative. Uh, it, it The the story starts on the last page. Right. <laughs> you know what? It could also be, I mean, look, Oz brought up a good point in his last uh, unboxing where, you know, it, it's, it's the, this is the stuff that, some of the stuff we're getting now is stuff that we probably could have been getting last year. But right. how 2020 turned out, like we're getting, it's getting stuff's getting shifted around, and you know, mm-hmm. it, maybe last year was gonna be zero, this year is the issue one because they're like, fuck it, let's just, you know, <laughs> let's just add right. it. It probably was gonna be like the free comic book day issue. <laughs> like, yeah, you might be you know, right. You might be right. Or or something like that, or something they give out at Comic Con, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know what, to make it issue one. Right. I don't know if that's right. the case, but it, it would uh. But either still, it's a good, it's a good place to start. Either way, mm-hmm. you know, I if agree. I would have read, if I would have read like, you know how Image used to do, like they'll give you issue one and two, like, and then on third month you'll get two books, three and zero, mm-hmm. like then it'd be mm-hmm. cool because you're still invested in the arc and you get a little extra from before, right. like mm-hmm. it would have been tight. But mm-hmm. we're starting here, right? Right. Okay. So what would you rate? Project patron Moses. I would give it a four out of five, man. I really like the art. I love the cover, man. Tony Harris. Yeah, like, it is a nice cover. Talented ass dude, and uh, 
I'm not going to say I was disappointed when I opened it and it looked like that inside, but when you look at the cover and the cover is so striking that it's like, you, it's that's it. That's that character. It makes it iconic and that's what it's going to be like inside. Like it really misleads you uh, only because of how awesome it is. And it's not like, it's not a disappointment, but it's like, oh, wait, like this is how, this is how I see this character now. Like this is how I all, will always see him. And then yeah. when you look at the art inside and it doesn't quite match that, it's yeah. a little jarring. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but the story, the story does what it does, and where uh, you know by page fifteen, you're like already invested in this dude, Ignacio Moro or whatever his name is, like espionage. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Jay, what would you rate Pod Project Patron? Um, I would probably rate it. A three. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of hit middle of the road for me. Yeah. Like, I do like the characters, uh, especially Woe. I liked him a lot. Yeah, who? Woe? The Doomsday Adelaide. Oh, whoa. Got you. Got you know, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they actually yeah. called him the Doomsday Analog, it would have been like <laughs> cool, it would have been a cool name that like sticks with you. <laughs> I like I, I, I like Woe too, but I thought for some reason I thought he was saying like a name of the crew, and I'm just like, which person was that? Like I thought he was saying like their last name. But it is it, it was interesting the idea that they were like, Whoa is what killed the dinosaurs, like he was the comet that <laughs> Basically, the earth and like he literally slaughtered the dinosaurs himself, like with his bare hands. I'm like, oh, sheesh, like that is that is wild. That's a, that's that's an interesting take. That's an interesting take, right? Yeah, I, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Kind of reminded me of Putana, too. So that's cool. yeah, I can see that. So, three, uh, I would give it, I'd give it a four. I liked it. And I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm definitely going to pick up the next issue. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a cool concept. Uh, it, I like the whole team aspect. I like the little bit of espionage and like, you know, I guess uh, kind of uh, uh, international cloak and dagger-esque kind of thing that's going on. And then also just you know it's i mean it's a it's a conspiracy theory like i like it so i honestly mo i think it's gonna go on longer than you than you might like as far as like the secret trying to be kept like i feel like a big part of the book will be them trying to figure out different ways to to keep that secret like i feel like once that gets exposed it becomes a different book and maybe that's for the best i don't know like i'm not mad at it but i, mean, I would be shocked yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I'd be shocked to find out that it happens like early. I feel like that would be like something like down the line that happens and in the meantime you're telling stories about like, you know, oh, close calls, like you know, and what the team has to do to make sure the secret gets kept, you know what I mean? So, but we'll see. We'll see. Like I think all that will be interesting. Like I, I I'm I'm ready to find out where it's going to go. So, all right, gents. It's it's about that time. Anybody got anything uh, uh, quick they want to say before we head out of here? Any like, yeah, like 
I, I, oh yeah, oh, I guess we could just go to Final Thoughts. That makes sense. <laughs> like, wow, you said it's that time. I thought that was the code. No, no. I, that, it, it is code. It is the code. You you did it right. You did it right. Oz, any final thoughts, buddy? Uh, if, if you're going to watch any episode of Black Lightning, I recommend the, uh, the last one because it focuses on painkiller. And that dude should have been Blade. I, uh, with all due respect to Mahasahala Ali, uh, oh, this this kid I think would have made a way better Blade than 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 that old guy. But that's where you fucked up. You said kid. <laughs> Wait, it's so funny because. When I look at you all, like you literally are in opposite boxes, and the way that Oz is looking, the direction it looks like he's looking at you for real. And I know he can't see you, but he he was looking at you like. (laughs) I was like, oh shit, they about to fight. fight. Look like he's about to reach across the table and smack you. (laughs) Jay, give me some final thoughts. Hit me, Oz, hit me. So season one of Creature is on Amazon Prime now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Paul Dini wrote an episode. Huh. Before checking out, like it's actually really good, really fun. Is, is Paul? Does Paul Dini do creepy well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, Moses Magnum. Final Look, thoughts, buddy. I was going to say something about, you know, the current social political landscape that we're living in, where Larry's like, nah, man, don't say that shit. And, uh, but really, like, since we're all Paul Dini, like, he, his series, Ewoks, is on Disney Plus, too. Like, he wrote the Ewoks series, so you should watch that, too. That's fair. That's fair for the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Please continue to like the videos, subscribe, uh, and you know, comment. Let us know what you think about stuff. That would really help us out a lot. Uh, and yeah, let us know what it is you want to hear. We're Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. <laughs>